One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to another Loose Units, Loose Ends, and yet another episode recorded live from Casa del Verhoeven in sunny downtown Sydney. Right now, I am sitting in Dad's kitchen, standing actually, perched awkwardly in Dad's kitchen, and we enjoyed doing the Live from Sydney episode earlier this week so much that we decided to do it again. So, as I uh, explained last episode, we will be back next week with part three of our look at the Black Sound Rapist. I hate saying that in a kind of sunny, throwaway way, but that's the... That's the nature of true crime. But Dad, you mentioned that you had a litany of things to tell listeners that you think are super important today. Stuff you didn't want them to miss out on. Today, Dad wanted to tell us a bit of a story about a dead body. Dad, you've not told me anything about this. There's been no priming. So could you please walk the listeners and myself through Mm. whatever it was you wanted to do? Well, I think it's important at this juncture to firstly say, and and, and full credit to Tegan. Mm. Uh, I like giving Tegan credit. Uh, I wanted to talk to Tegan about um, something exciting happening, but she said, sorry, can't talk about it. So we'll have to save that for another episode. But let's just say that Tegan said, look, you know, the podcast was so good yesterday. Yeah. And you're still here in Sydney. You're leaving in an hour or so. Mm -hmm. She said, why don't you do another one? Because it's good being opposite each other. Oh, being face-to-face is really a game-changer. And Dad, actually, while we're on the show right now, as part of the show, my friend Rad and I are launching a new gaming podcast, and she introduced me to a piece of software. Now, Dad and I do our podcast remotely every week, twice a week, and we use a piece of software that lets us talk down the line like a virtual studio. The software that she's introduced me to is the same thing, but it has video. Well. I think if we can see each other, it's going to significantly change the dynamic. If you've been listening, folks, and you've been hearing the last episode, and and this one, obviously, and you've listened to the live episodes or you've seen us in person, you probably can tell that there is an extra little bit of electricity when we're in the same room. So we're going to try and sort of replicate that experience. But yeah, Tegan said, while you're still together, why not do another episode? So yeah, two special Sydney episodes. And the story you've got lined up now, I'm going to go ahead and guess that it is vaguely crime-related because there's a corpse involved. Mm. Well, it's crime-related, but it's also related to something else I did in my career. What's that? Funeral industry. Ah, okay. So, you know, I've explained to listeners over the years what's involved in doing a uh, an embalming. Yeah. And it's basically, you know, when you go into... Do they still have those machines at 7-Eleven and places like that where <laughs> they've got a Slurpee? And you look in, into the glass bowl and you can see something rotating. Are you saying that the... Because I'm pretty sure that... Okay. If you're embalming a body... Yeah. Are you using the sloping machine to describe organs and juices no. being sucked out? No. Formaldehyde being piped in. Correct. Okay. So, but it's a similar looking machine. Yeah. It's got some gadgets, mm-hmm. some tubes. So instead of filling up your little plastic cup... Yeah. Uh, with, you know... Ro- sort of rotating frozen micro ice pellets you 
you pump. So you find the femoral artery, mm. which is in your leg. Oh, it goes in the leg, does it? Yeah, but you... So imagine you're going to fill up a human with you know, formalin, formaldehyde, mm. some embalming fluid. You can't just... If you found the artery yes. and then hooked it up to the Slurpee machine... Oh, God. Paul... Um, where 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 does the blood go that you're forcing out of the um, of the of the dead body? I don't actually know. Not, not and the body would blow up. You'd end up with this huge sort of like a Mr. Stay puffed. And if you popped, if you had a pin yeah. or you were knitting, yeah. someone say imagine your granny was knitting in, nearby in, and she in, walked past. I mean that's a, that's unprofessional. And she um, well the the funeral home that I worked at the grandmother did actually. It was a family business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And imagine if her knitting needle just popped. Scratched the uh-huh. the body, yeah. and you'd have stuff flying everywhere. Viscera. So, so what, what you do? Is... You need to have an escape route uh, for the blood. Uh-huh. So you pump in, yeah. and but then you find some some other place on the body, and you cut it, and then that fluid, mm. which is the blood. Mm. So basically, what you're doing, you're transferring all the blood in the body. You're changing the oil. Changing it. Completely. It's a dead. It's a dead. It's dead blood. Yes, right? and then. At this particular nursing home in the 19th century, listeners, that's in the late 1800s. Yeah, that always confused me. But the yeah. embalmer at a at a sort of a, a local funeral parlour. Yeah. Embalmed the wrong body. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? He made a mistake. It, but he it w- carried out the whole process. Yes. They found out that it was the wrong person. They couldn't identify the person. So you know what this mad family did they put the body yeah. in a glass box it has been on display since 1885 hang on so a in the 1800s yep. a family like a cottage industry funeral home yes embalms the wrong body correct what were they meant to do with the body that they were embalmed was it like just to be buried or cremated or whatever now with embalming they yes. go into a family crypt okay so that they can be Viewed, but I'm saying, did they embalm? The, did, did they then correct the mistake they and embalm the right body? Undoubtedly. Okay, they, but they what, at, at this point now, they've got just some rando that's been yep. embalmed. Yes. So he turned out to be a, he actually was a petty uh, criminal. Okay. And his uh, his nickname mm. was Stone Man Willie, which is kind of funny because your Willie mm. would actually kind of go like stone if you've been embalmed. If you gave it a bit of a flick, it would possibly feel. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm really sorry. I've often wondered what happens to certain parts of the body when formaldehyde gets pumped in, but at no point did I think about the John Thomas of a long dead man. So, they have... I know that when you go to some places, they have an example of their work on display. Correct. Are you saying that this is a factory kind of model? I'm looking at... Oh, wow. There he is. So, Stone Man Willie. Is he in the, he was, he's wearing like a military kind of... Oh, they've of... dressed him up nicely. Okay. Um, but he was a, an exhibit. Because they could never find out who he was... Mm. And as a result of that, I'm finding it really difficult to tell the story whilst looking at Tegan, who's sort of just... So Willie has actually been in this funeral home for 128 years. Now, you recall that famous film, Free Willie? Yes. Well, imagine this. His name's Willie. Yeah, but this is, that was about a small boy letting a whale out of an enclosure. I mean, no one, did anyone ever try and release this into the wild? No. So he, okay, so he's in a glass case. Yep. Um, On permanent display. Uh, now I was of the belief that if air got to a dead body, no matter how well preserved it was, it would start to decay. No, because he's mummified. Do you recall the um, the prostitute? 
that I had to identify. On the cliff? Yes. So she had been partially mummified. Like tanned and tanned. Okay. Um, and there are there are certain um, things about tanned bodies that I won't go into. Um, but anyway, that's another story. I don't want to go too deep here. Just thinking that you know, if you needed a back scratcher, you could get a hand and oh attach God. it to a toothpick, okay. not a toothpick. So what's so, okay? So what's happened to the body now? Well, they've finally mm-hmm. um, they've given it a burial. They buried it, and they had a full motorcade. Why now? Because they've. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, why is it the anniversary? Is it? Well, they. It was it a publicity stunt? Is it starting to smell? I'm just curious as to why they would do it now. You don't know. That's okay. A, a whim. <laughs> they needed their bond back. If you're clo- okay, here's the thing. If you're a funeral home and you're closing your store, hmm. you're gonna have a mummified body that you're gonna need to do something with. So I guess a, a funeral's as good as anything. A burial's as good as anything. Yeah, I think it's it's nice. I think look, it's nice that they've. Um, it, it's interesting. The article actually says Stone Stone Man Willie is mm. one of the US. United States oldest mummies. Is so it? There must be lots of them. Do you think it's a little bit unethical? It's macabre to display the body of somebody without their consent. How would you get consent? Well, let's say that you're the family members of yeah. this person, and you find out actually you've been your your relative has been on display yeah. for over a century at a small uh, mum and pop business. I don't love that. No. So he's buried now. He got a little bit of a ceremony. He had a motorcade. He was towed by a motorbike in a beautiful uh, hearse. Mm-hmm. So all the locals could come out and, and view um, Stone Man Willie. Well, folk hero. Okay. Um, but there was a case last year where a fairly famous DJ mm-hmm. in Europe was taken. His promoter took him to do his last performance on stage and he was dead. I'm sorry, what? Yes. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improves definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's better help. H E L P. Is this 
true story. Is Have you heard true? about that? No. Shall we? Yeah, Google it real quick. Yeah. I'll just snip this bit of the recording. Cool. Okay, I sincerely regret, listeners, that uh, I am wading into this, but I'm going to read this from a website. This is from an article back in April 2022. The late Maryland rapper Gunyu quite literally received the weekend at Bernie's treatment this Sunday past. Gunyu, 24, was shot in a parking lot in Prince George's County, Maryland, on March 18th and died several hours later at an area hospital. His family believes he was the victim of an armed robbery and the Prince George's County Police Department is offering a reward, blah, 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 blah. On Sunday, April the 3rd, Gunu's family and friends held a celebratory event at Washington, D.C.'s Bliss Nightclub, which was billed as the rapper's final show. And that's a quote. As Complex Magazine points out, Gunu's apparent embalmed corpse was propped upright and on full display during the event, adorned with a crown and designer clothing. A rapper named Black Fortune, who attended the event, confirmed that it was Gunu's actual body and no wax figure. He added, and I quote, as long as his mother was happy, that's all that matters. In a statement issued on Monday, Bliss Nightclub said it was never made aware that Gunu's corpse would be on display during the event. And this is a quote from the nightclub. Bliss was contacted by a local funeral of home to rent out our venue for Gunu's home-going celebration. We sincerely apologize to all those who may be upset or offended. Please keep Gunu's family and friends in your prayers at this time. Respectfully, Bliss DC. And there is, sure enough, there is footage. Mm. It's incredible, isn't it? Of an embalmed dead rapper on stage. Yeah. Uh, Dad, if at any point this show finishes, and God willing it won't, Mm. if at any point it finishes because you have passed before I have, do you want me to put your embalmed body on stage for a live loose units? Definitely not. I think that's grotesque. Okay. That's possibly one of the... Most terrible things I think you've ever said. It's I fucking scary. I know you're joking. I agree as well. Uh, it's really, it's messed up. It's and, very disturbing. But having said all that, and I've, I've said this once and I'll say it again, mm-hmm. I have seen photographs of my aunt mm-hmm. in the Netherlands yeah. sitting with all her family on a chair mm. for days and days and days whilst everyone just danced and carried on. Not embalmed either? No. Just in a chair? Yeah, dead. I think that's look. I think it's unusual. Um, How do you want to go? Do you want to be embalmed, or sorry, do you want to be um, buried, or do you want to be uh, cremated? Do you have you decided? No, I don't think about it that much. Okay, I think they're both from a living perspective. Yeah. Um, As someone who has, you, I just, I just can't even. I just, I don't, I don't think you care. You have literally, you've dissected people. You've worn their skin as gloves. You've, uh, you know, removed their heads. You've walked around in their insides. You've buried them, embalmed them, and you've dealt with cremated remains. So, based on the way you have interfaced with dead bodies, what for you is the least repellent? And not just for you, not, well, not providing you're dead. Yeah, I know. I'm not talking about in the abstract. Partly how you would feel theoretically, but mostly how... What do you think is the easiest for the loved ones of the deceased? Well, I picked up my father and he was in a box of ashes and I strapped him in to my Harlux ute and drove him to my mother's. I don't think you told me that, but right, that's pretty grim. I don't want to cough another roasting from listeners. No, no, Dad. Um... But anyway, yes. so so I guess the cremation thing is pretty cool. Um, there's a classic scene in a movie where uh, the inadvertently the guy is at a meeting the, the in-laws and he knocks the, the urn over and oh. then the cat comes up and pees on it right. and turns it into a, a gelatinous 
Mush. Grey mush. I don't agree in keeping the ashes. I think they should be scattered at a place that is significant okay. to the person. But as you've pointed out in multiple stories, and listeners will be very familiar with these stories, sometimes it's not the whole body, is it? That's if they don't do a, a good job. They always do a good job in mm. Australia. Okay. But that particular case, and I, I, I don't want to talk about it too much because people can go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's a bloody incredible story. Can I be honest, Dad, and I don't know if you know this, but that story, the story of the cremation gone wrong which is one of the best stories you've told. Mm. That story is the story that got me the book deal for Electric Blue. Okay. Incredible. So I literally I literally gave, they said, can you provide a story from the book? Give us a okay. And well, so, and the folks over at Penguin and Sophie okay. and everyone, they literally said this story, that's it. And is that in Electric Blue? Yeah. Then let people go and buy Electric Blue. Buy Electric I'm not Blue. I'm going to talk about it. It's also, by the way, uh, I've said this before, but the audio book is on Audible and I'm on... I'm so into it. Our dad did such a great job. Anyway, so, so are we crema- are we cremating you, burying I think, you? I think the, the, the cremation thing's, um, you know... The best? You know, it's funny we look at things from our living perspective and I think about being buried alive is totally terrible. Mm-hmm. And, but I also think being waking up in an oven... It's pretty bad too, because burning's not not that one great. Presumably, you're dead when you come. No, that's the thing, and that's why it's important that we have medical people that can actually say, and, yeah. you know, like pr- pronounce life extinct. But there have been not not that smaller number of people. A few weeks ago in South America, a woman woke who was about to be um, cut up during a, she was about to be given a post mortem. And she she woke up, and there's this this there's I I caught an Uber. Christian and I caught an Uber um, to hospital last week, mm-hmm. and the guy from oh, for your, Columbia for your, for your knee surgery, for knee surgery. And the yes. guy from Columbia, he was telling me about this. They call it the devil's powder, and he knows people that this has happened to. They blow the powder into your face mm-hmm. in Colombia, and you are unconscious if you don't die. Yeah. for up to three days, and you look dead. You, so you could be you could be buried alive. Yes, and also very very similar to if you are in Sydney, you're mm-hmm. in if you are bitten by the blue ring octopus. Yep, you are completely conscious and lucid, but to all observers, you are dead. I really, yeah. And they have to keep working on you. But the problem is that they think you're dead, and they don't do CPR, and you have no chance. Then imagine being trapped in a zombie-like catatonic state, but being your brain. Mm. Wanting to say to your loved ones or whoever's looking around, assuming there are people there, Mm -hmm. and just saying with your mind, please, I'm not dead. But they're going, and just they walk away and they just throw a sheet over you. It's a literal horror film. Yeah. It's so bad. There was actually a... um, Dad, you know how much I love Columbo. Yep. There's one of the one of the final new episodes of Columbo involves Patrick McGowan and he runs a funeral home for uh, celebrities. And Rue McClanahan from Golden Girls, she's this sort of pushy client. In fact, I think she's a journalist and she has some dirt on him, but she comes into the room where they do the uh, cremations. He kills her and he's already got a body in a coffin to cremate. So what he does is he puts her in the coffin and just cremates them both. Brilliant. Now, I won't spoil how Columbo figures it out. But it's such a incredible foolproof way of doing things. It's in- incredible. It's like it, literally, he's in a room where he's perfectly set up to hide a murder. Yeah. Look, if you were mm. um, running a company called Murder Inc., yeah, the first thing you would do is you would buy a regional funeral home yep. with its own crematoria, mm-hmm. and that's it. You're away. You could become known in the underworld as the disposer 
of bodies. Just to fix it. Yeah. And you would do after hours cremations mm. and you then scoop the bones out, mm-hmm. which basically falls in on itself. The coffin, because of the, the type of material, goes up in smoke, literally. You then, like it's sort of a, it's like a pizza scoop with a little thing on the end of it. Mm-hmm. You reach right to the back of the oven like they do with the pizzas. Yeah. And you just slide her out. You put it into then a milling machine with ball bearings and you grind away. And you can actually, if, if you kept grinding, mm. you could actually make what would look like icing sugar or even cocaine and then you could just as a, as a double whammy mm. you could bag it up in micro bags and then sell it sell it and people would be mainlining granddad their relatives i heard that it's possible to get ashes into a uh, into ink and get tattooed on you okay so you can basically which i mean getting necrotic matter tattooed they make gemstones there's a place in australia that yeah. it makes a ring yeah. of your loved one mm. and i'm not talking about a freckle I'm talking about an actual ring you wear. Not the Although anus. you could actually you could. wear that too if you had it frozen and then had a cast of it. Hey, listeners, now that we've reached the bumhole stage of the episode, we think we're going to tap out. But honestly, it's been such a joy to join Dad in his apartment uh, in an unspecified suburb in Sydney. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with part three of our look at the Blacktown Rapist. And it's just been such a treat to kind of take a bit of a two, uh, two-part segue. Yes. A bit of a special live from Sydney kind of... It's been so nice. And Dad, we have several listeners, uh, including the folks over at uh, Sunday School Ice Creamery. Incredible place. You have to check them out if you're in Melbourne. And uh, they don't listen to the main show. No. They listen to Loose Ends. Well, that's going to ruin them today. No, was, Oh, Sorry. Sorry, guys. But yeah. I'm saying, like, technically speaking, if you're a Loose Ends fan, you got double... You true, know. true. And uh, Tegan yes. took the four of us out last night mm-hmm. for Christine's birthday, yes. which was... We went to an Italian restaurant that was... I'm giving it the BTS rating. Behind the scenes? Beyond Top Shelf. Oh, sure. And um, and thank you, Tegan. It was Top Shelf. It was really... It was magnificent. This is not a paid but plug. If you're in no, Sydney, Pellegrino's 2000. No, but it was incredible. Amazing. The thing is that prior yes. to us leaving, when we went, when we got out onto the, the footpath, yep. out the front of our building, what mm. happened? A friend of the show came out with a copy of Electric Blue. Uh, and a pen. Lovely guy. He had a pen. What was his name again? Ray. Ray is an absolute champ. He is into the show and he's a big fan and I wrote him a dedication and we all kind of hugged and shook hands and it was just, it's been a really, really nice trip. Uh, to see family but it's also been a really weirdly loose unit centric trip and I am reminded yet again how amazing our listeners are how amazing our readers are how incredible all of you are so uh, as we wrap this episode up dad and I would like to just say thank you so much to all of you for listening and we will see you next week for more loose units bye everyone bye bye and um, uncharacteristically yes because I normally finish with just one word cheerio Mm -hmm. Um, but I'd like to say it's been fantastic having you here and uh yeah um brilliant love your work and we'll be chatting soon cheerio cheerio bye-bye bye bye hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.